Welcome to the Cycle Podcast, where we cover topics to help improve your life. Join me as we discover and discuss ways to live life to the fullest and show up as the truest and best version of who we were meant to be. Hello, welcome to another episode. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about a peaceful mind and how you can accomplish that, like how to leave out stress and worry and just make your mind peaceful because I feel like a peaceful mind like transmutes to a peaceful life. Um, yeah, and I just want to start this episode with like why I chose to do this episode today. So I am currently living in Toronto and it's like getting cold. We're like hitting the winter season. And like a lot of times with the cold weather, like the snow, the clouds like get really dark because it's like precipitation. So it's like dark and then it starts snowing. And today, like around like 1.30, I was like already, I just want to like preface this episode with like, I went out last night, had a few drinks, was a little like, I had a little anxiety this morning, you know, I wasn't feeling 100%, gonna be, gonna be honest here. Um, And so anyway, so I like, you know, I think that like heightens anxiety, especially for me. I don't know about anyone else, but that makes my anxiety like go through the roof and just like, I don't want to do anything. I'm like, oh, like, you know, that's what like Postmates or like Uber Eats comes in. I'm like, oh, I don't want to like go see people. I just want to like hibernate. Um, Anyway. So I'm like walking out to my kitchen and I have like a pretty amazing view of like just the city that I'm living in. And it was such an amazing like view and moment because half of the sky was like really dark because it was snowing. And then the other half was like perfectly sunny. And it was just like such a beautiful moment. And it really like, it made me think about like our minds because I think there's like so many times where we can kind of like divulge or like I don't know how to say like pay attention to like the negative feelings even though there is like very positive feelings like there's really beautiful things happening so yeah I think like it that just kind of goes back to like overthinking and anxiety and worry and what it really does is like it clouds your view right like it it takes away from like all the love and light that's happening in your life. Like you could have so much like beautiful stuff around you. Like I think especially like in, in like for me, like when I was living in LA, like it was always like a beautiful day. Like you could literally go to the beach, like the most beautiful beach or go to like the most beautiful like mountain range. But like as humans, we have constant worry stuff that we have to like think about, do. So like a lot of times in LA, like you'll notice like no one really goes to the beach except for like in the like summer days, but it's kind of like, you know, we can, we have all these beautiful things happening every single moment. And there's also like negative things happening. And I think it's really important to like take a step back and appreciate both of them, but also like really highlight the positives because as humans, like our neuroanatomy were wired to see like the negative, like the bad things. And this is actually kind of interesting because like I'm currently in school and 
to like remember things for my exams, I use mnemonics, which if you don't know what a mnemonic is, it's like if there's like a series of steps in like a neuronal like pathway, I like make up a story for each like letter of like the first word of that step. So if it's like synapsis, I'd put like an S and then I'd like, you know, you like make a, um, a saying like only pink elephants like sweets or something. But it's really interesting because like sometimes like I can't think of a mnemonic. So like I'll look one up on YouTube for like a very famous like path with like glycolysis or like some like medical things, you know, and people have already thought of mnemonics for them. So they're on YouTube and like nine out of 10 times the mnemonics will be something negative, like something bad or something negative because your brain is actually wired to like remember those things more. So we already kind of have this disadvantage as like human beings to be wired to think about the negative. And I think also like why this is, is like, if you think about it, like thinking developed, like we became more advanced as a society because we developed like the ability to have thoughts. And then those thoughts led us to like advancements and like technologies and stuff. But I think the main, I think there was like a study or like some research or theories, but the reasons that thoughts came about were to protect us, like especially for from harm, right? So like as I came in before we started developing language and thoughts, like we didn't know how to escape like a, a lion attack or like an animal attack. But as we became smarter, we developed this adaptation to be able to think. And a lot of the times the thinking was to get us out of bad situations. So I think knowing that like we're wired to think in negative scenarios is important to remember because we have to kind of sidestep our like neural pathways to to start focusing on, on the good because a lot of times in life we have a good life and even like like I was listening to an Eckhart Tolle podcast and if you don't know him he's like a spiritual teacher he was he's like very well known and like lives a nice life now but like back in the day when he was just arising at this like idea of like presence and mindfulness he didn't have a lot of money he didn't really know what to do with like his newfound ability to like practice mindfulness and so he was sleeping in his car and he was like you know that moment like it wasn't bad like I had you know everything I needed I was in this like protective little bubble and I think like if you think about that like going back to like thousands of years, like if a caveman didn't have a cave to live in, he was like in the presence of like predators, like animals, other tribes coming to like kill him. So like there is a lot much, there was a lot more worry back then. And now that like we all have pretty like good lives, like even if you do live, like even if you do live in a car, even if you live on the street, like there's police, we have a police system. Like we become so organized that like our safety is like it's like very, I mean, I guess like it depends on what country you live in, obviously, but like a lot of, like a lot of things that we have in civilization is to protect us, to make sure that we're safe. So we basically already have that safety. And like, even if you are living on the streets, like, yes, you have a lot to worry about, but like, there's, I guess what I'm saying is like, you're like, you're over, like, I think a lot of times it's like overthinking that causes like this stress and anxiety and worry and this lack of peace in the mind and you can't really accomplish effective things from a stressful mind and I believe that fullheartedly like I believe like I mean I experienced it today like I had a conversation with um 
for my clinic group that I'm in for school. And we're having this like meaningful conversation about like, you know, patients and interactions. And I got so anxious for one of the things, for one of like the comments that I made that before I said it, like I was like thinking in my mind, like, oh my God, like just, I don't know, just like worried, nervous for no reason. And then when I said it, like it didn't come out like exactly how I planned because I was so, just wanted to get it out and get it over with. So the next time I went to go speak, I like had a moment. I was like, I'm just going to be invested in the present moment in others because I think at the end of the day, when we shift our perspective to others as well, we worry less about ourselves. And in doing so, we can kind of alleviate some of that stress we're feeling in the moment. And when I went to go speak that second time, I noticed like it was a lot clearer. It was exactly how I wanted to be delivered. And I was able to engage in a more meaningful conversation. So I think like having those moments where you can really understand like, okay, hey, my, my mind is working for me based on like thousands of years of like adaptations to like help me for survival. But right now I'm safe. I'm, you know, in this place, I have to kind of change what the way I'm thinking. And I do think that's why like a lot of like a lot of time in today's society, like there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of anxiety. Like, I mean, I think it's like a joke now. It's like every celebrity in like LA is like, oh, I'm on Lexapro, I'm on like this antidepressant, like I'm just gonna pop a few of those. Like and it's kind of sad because it's like we don't know how to like not even control our mind, but to redirect it in a more um, uplifting, uplifting and positive way. So I think I would start there with just understanding why your mind's there. <laughs> I think that'll, that'll make you feel a lot less critical of how you're thinking sometimes. And another thing is like, I also want to like take a step back and say like, sorry, I'm saying like a lot, but I want to say that when you take a step back, you actually realize your thoughts. A lot of people don't realize their thoughts. For example, you're in a bad mood, okay? You don't want to get out of bed. You're just ups- you're just, just feeling like it's like, oh, it's one of those days. Like you kind of just write off, it's one of those days. But I would encourage you to be very aware, especially on those days, of what the dialogue is in, in your mind. And some people will say, well, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really talking to myself. It's just like, I just feel like bad. I can guarantee you, like, there is something that you are saying, even if it's like so little, it could be like, it could be as simple as like, like for me, for example, I have like a date tonight and like, I, I don't like, I didn't want to go. So I was like giving myself like excuses, like, oh, okay, well, I have so much homework to do and like, I just should cancel. But then if I cancel, like, this guy's going to be like mad at me or whatever. So I'm, I'm going back and forth in my mind. Meanwhile, it's like a beautiful day out and I'm just sitting there like having this like internal conversation. So like, unless I was aware of that, I wouldn't have noticed. And the reason I was like limited from like getting up and, and getting about with my day was because I was having this inner, inner dialogue. And I think it's really important that like we start to realize that like, I didn't realize like my day was so bad because I was having all these inner dialogues. And sometimes they're not bad. Like I don't, I wouldn't say the dialogue that I had was bad. It was just like me, my logical reasoning. Like, oh, if I go out tonight, I'm not going to have as much time to review lecture. And then, but 
at the end of the day, it's like we can we can't we can overthink our entire lives away. Like we truly can. Like your mind's always there. You can always overthink. But how hard is it to like take a step back and say, you know what? I'm not going to overthink. I made these plans. I already told them yes yesterday. I'm going with it and I'm that's it. Any ever any other thought that I have about this, I'm just throwing it out the door because I'm not going to divulge it anymore. So that's really important. And I, I saw a meme on Instagram and it was like uh, two drawings. One drawing was this guy laying on the floor, like had like X for eyes, like looked like he was dead. And there's like this big bag on him that said like overthinking. Okay. And then the second picture was a guy who was like walking, had like his gait, like his walk was like kind of like swagger. He was like smiling and he had over, he had thinking, like the word thinking, thrown over his shoulder. So in both pictures, they both had the word overthinking. But it was how that, it was depicted of how they, they handled that, that changed how they looked and, and, and went throughout their lives. So I'm going to leave that with you. I hope I explained it well. Because that for me was just like a good representation of like, you're always going to have that overthinking. It's always going to be there. You can, you can divulge it whenever you want. But when you really just like have a thought, just like, you know what? I made a plan. I made it already. I made it, made up my mind. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go for dinner and throw it over your shoulder. And then it's done. You have, you control the ability to review things in your mind. Like literally, like you can like right, and you can practice it right now. Like I'm going to say, think of a pink elephant. You can choose to think of a pink elephant or you can choose not to. It's like your choice. So that's very powerful. Um, and then the other thing I would say is thinking about others. And this is a, this is a thing, this is something that has like changed for me um, recently I first read it in like a Tony Robbins book when I was like in college when I was a teenager and it there was a quote and it like made me so mad because I was dealing with like a lot of anxiety just like the pressure from school and like also like I, I had a really good group of girlfriends in high school and I didn't really have that same like group of girlfriends when I was in my first year of like college so it was like hard for me to like adjust to like the college life and so I had a lot of anxiety like a lot of anxiety so I read this book by Tony Robbins And he was like, anxiety and depression only comes when you're like selfishly thinking of yourself. And I got like so mad when I read that because I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. And I do, I realized like as I got older, like the more that you think of others, the better your mental health is, like actually. Um, the more you fixate on yourself and all your issues and all your problems, the more you feed into that. And I'm, when I say focus on others, I'm not like saying like judge them like, oh, that person has mental illness. So I'm like less of a mental, Ill-, like whatever, like not like that. I'm saying like actually w- like think and worry about the other person or just listen to them. Just be fully present. Like I used to like get anxious, like when I was like in an elevator or like walking around, like I didn't really want to have like conversations with people I was like I'd rather not because I'll tell you why it was because I didn't want to be perceived as awkward so my overthinking I was thinking about myself I was like oh well maybe they're gonna think I'm weird maybe they're not gonna like me 
like all these things about myself. But then when I started to like shift it and like, wait, I'm curious, like, what is this? Like, who is this person? Like, let me talk to them. Then I got more comfortable talking to people. And now I realize like if I'm having a bad day, I actually prefer to go out, like go to the mall, go somewhere where there's people and talk to them. Because I realize like in those moments that I'm talking and engaging with other people, like strangers, whatever, friends, like I am fully present in that moment that I'm conversing with them. And it takes away from my pain and my issues because I'm not thinking about what's like mentally going on in my life for that like what one or two minutes that I'm talking to someone. So that's super important. Like be, like being fully present in conversations with others, like listening to them. And that can really, that can really help, really, really help. And in doing so, you're also, you're serving yourself and you're serving that person because like I just mentioned, like it takes away from some of your pain, but also like when you're fully present in a conversation with someone, they notice that and they can, they feel more like secure. They feel more welcome. They feel more understood. They feel more heard. And yeah, I think that's like, that's so important. That's, we're all at the end of the day, like we don't realize like we're all humans. Like we all share the same muscles, like I'm in anatomy right now, so I'm learning about all the muscles, but we we share all the same muscles, we share all the same nerves, all the same neuronal pathways, all the same parts of the brain. We're so similar. And when you can help yourself and help others, like you're helping, you're helping us as a collective. And that's something that like, I just wish more people understood because I think there'd be a lot less war, there'd be a lot less hatred towards other people there'd be a lot less and like I'm not perfect okay like I like to watch Real Housewives and I like to gossip you know but like I think like there's also something to say about when you can really show up in a way for another person that's really powerful that's really powerful and I think part of our jobs on earth is to is to do that and to and to also realize i think the key to life is to realize your pain is the exact same as other people's pain that's so important like i don't know like if someone and, and for me that obviously that's like it's hard to learn too sometimes like especially when someone's like mean or someone's like rude or you know someone is like doing something that's upsetting you it's really important to like empathize with that person and understand like they are like going and having a bad day too. Like, have you ever like had, had an interaction where you're like, oh shit, like I, I feel bad. Like I was having a bad day. Maybe you're on your period. Maybe you're just hangry, whatever. And you have an interaction with someone and you're like, oh damn, like I, I do feel like guilty about that interaction. Like, or I feel bad. Like other people do too. Like when you go out, like go out, maybe the cashier at Starbucks is like rude to you or like whatever. Like maybe they're just having a bad day. And I think that's like the key to humanity is to understand like we're human beings. No one in this world is perfect. No one is perfect. Like I don't care how much like plastic surgery. I don't care like how beautiful. I don't care like how successful. No one is perfect no one's perfect no one does not have issues no one does not have bad thoughts no one does not have 
you know, pain. No, everyone, it's a, it's a universal thing. So when you realize that, you can start to gain more grounding and feeling more connected. And when I think, when, we, when you do that, I think what happens is your mind begins, begins to be more peaceful. Because you, when you're grounded, you are less like floaty in your mind. You're more calm. You're more peaceful. The way you deliver things, the way you talk to others, the way you show up for yourself and for others is with purpose. And that is a key. Like showing up with purpose is key. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that little tidbit. Um, I hope that that was, like, insightful to some. And, yeah, if you're out there going through some anxiety or nervousness, you're not alone, all right? Use these tips and tricks. And also, like, if you are like feeling down once you start to adopt some of these like principles like having empathy for others realizing how you think being present in your thought process making conscious decisions to navigate towards the light to the positive side of things things will start to get better for you and this kind of plays a role in everything I'm realizing like your diet your exercise like I'm sure like there's been days like where like you're like or days, even months, maybe, like, you're like, I don't want to go to the gym, I don't want to eat healthy, I'm going to get on my diet, like, at the next year, like, whatever, but it's interesting, because once you start to adopt these, like, changes that help you have a more peaceful mind, you are naturally inclined to make these changes, and I think that's, like, science, like, it's literally just science, once you start taking care of your mind, how you think, how you talk to yourself, being more calm, being more present, you have clarity, you have grounding, you have clarity, you have purpose. And with all of those things, you are naturally inclined to make better choices for yourself. Whether that's getting up early to get tasks done, whether that's going to the gym, whether that's making more meaningful conversations with your friends, Trust me when I say, like, when you start adopting these things, like, for example, for me, I was like, there was a period of time where I was like, you know, sleeping in really late, like, wasn't getting things done. I now naturally get up early because my body is, like, connected to my mind and my mind is in, is honoring my body and they're working in balance. And with that balance... I can just get up and get my workout done, get whatever I need done, eat healthier, make healthier choices for myself because I'm living in harmony. And I don't, it's like, I think there's two parts of it. There's, there is discipline. Like you do have to be disciplined. Like some days you're not going to want to wake up early, but I think there's a balance. Like, I think if you have the discipline 50% of the time, the natural progression of health and connection with your body and mind will meet you the other 50% of the time. And what I mean by that, it's like, you know, when you crave a donut, right? Your body is craving a donut. 
you, you're not like, you know, it's, it just naturally comes like, oh, I want a donut. And then all of a sudden you go get a donut, right? You're, I think what happens when you start practicing these things is your mind will tell you like, oh my God, I'm craving a walk on the treadmill today. Or I'm craving going out and getting sun today. Or I'm craving, you know, picking up the phone and calling my grandmother who I haven't spoke to, spoke to in a while. It, it's very interesting. And I'm going to stand by this belief that your body and mind, once connected, will guide you. I'm not saying that it just like solely depend on that. I mean, hopefully there will be a point where you can, but also it does take discipline a little bit, right? Like sometimes you do have to do hard things, but I think when you look at it like, oh, I have to make all these hard sacrifices. I have to wake up at like five in the morning. I have to like do all these hard things. It, you're going to be less inclined to do them. It's going to be harder for you to do them. There's going to be more resistance and you're not going to sustain it long enough, right? But when you do it out of a place of balance with your mind and body, you will go further. It'll be less resistance. It'll benefit you way more. And it'll just make things a lot easier. Okay, so that was my two cents for today. Um, I'm curious if anyone has thoughts on what I said. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe. I am on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And if you want to know more about myself and the show, please give us a follow at The Cycle Podcast on Instagram. It's T-H-E-C-Y-C-L-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.